This is Still in the Clear, the podcast that distills the art and science of home distilling into easy-to-follow, audible nuggets for the beginning moonshiner. This information is for education and entertainment purposes only. You could even call it fiction if you want to. Home distilling may be illegal in your area. I'm your host, Cyrus, and I'm just a guy that lives in the woods and likes to make shine. So let's get into it. Hey, if you like Still in the Clear and want to help support the show, there are a number of ways to do it, and some don't even cost you anything. Just go to stillintheclear.com support, or click the link in the show notes to find out how you can help. Thanks. Let's get to the show. Today, we're going to take another step in the home distillation journey. We're going to talk about doing a true mash using powdered alpha amylase and glucoamylase. What this means is we're going to convert the starches into fermentable sugars, whereas before we've been doing sugar washes and steeping the grains for flavor, but getting no return on the starches present in the grains. There are literally hundreds of ways and recipes for converting starches to sugars in a mash. Um, But the recipe I'm going to talk about today is about as simple as it gets without using malted grains. And the goal of this recipe is just to learn the basics of starch conversion. And we'll also be supplementing with a small amount of sugar compared to what you would use in a sugar wash. So we're kind of taking a middle ground step between a wash and a mash. So what I'm doing is sort of slowly weaning you away from using sugar in your recipes if you're looking to do some more traditional no sugar mashing. Our recipe is going to be an all corn recipe using cracked corn. We're using cracked corn uh, because it's the most available and the cheapest grain. You can usually find it at a local feed store. It's the same corn we've been using for our sugar washes. And just as a side note, if you have a grain mill, you can mill down the cracked corn to a finer size and get a better starch conversion. But if you haven't invested in a grain mill, uh, it's still going to work. So don't worry too much about it. So we're going to be using an alpha amylase from a company called BSG. And I will leave an Amazon link in the show notes for where you can go to get this on Amazon. Uh, it's a, you can get one pound for around six bucks. It's really cheap. Uh, the amount a pound is going to do several recipes. The recipe I'm going to talk about today, we're only going to be using three teaspoons. So you can see how far um, a pound of alpha amylase will go. We'll also be using glucoamylase, which again, you can find on Amazon uh, through a company called J.D. Carlson. And I'll also leave a link for it. It's a little bit more expensive. It runs about 24 bucks, $25 for a pound. But again, uh, for this, for today's 10 gallon recipe, we're going to be using three teaspoons. So does go quite a long way. 
So the ingredients for the recipe are as follows. We're going to use 15 pounds of cracked corn. We're going to use 8 gallons of water, 2 gallons of backset. Uh, if you're not familiar with that term yet, the backset is just the leftover wash from your steel after you've made a run. And we use that because it just helps um, stabilize the pH. We're going to use three teaspoons of alpha amylase, three teaspoons of glucoamylase, and two gallons of invert sugar. Uh, if you haven't made invert sugar yet, it's super easy, and you can go back. Uh, I did an episode called invert sugar, I think is what it's called, but I just described how to make invert sugar. Those are all the ingredients we're going to use. Uh, it's a two, uh, like three, about three steps in this process. Step one is uh, we've got to gelatinize the grain. So we're going to take our eight gallons of water. We're going to bring it to a boil and turn the heat down to low. Then we're going to add uh, the cracked corn. And we don't want to let the temperature drop below 190 degrees because we want to cook this corn for an hour. That's going to gelatinize the corn. It's going to thicken it up. It's going to make it hard to stir, but you've got to stir the whole time and um, just to keep it from scorching. So have you a way to stir it? A big mash paddle is really handy. Uh, I've got a video on our Still in the Clear YouTube channel where I made a super easy mash paddle out of a canoe oar and uh, you can watch that if you're if you're a member of the moonshine for beginners group over at mewe.com you've probably seen pictures of uh, the same kind of paddle that Tom Cat made he posted a bunch of pictures of it so anyway that's the first step we've got to gelatinize the corn and that takes about an hour and then step two is we've got to add the amylase. But before we add the alpha amylase, we've got to let the temperature drop to 155 degrees because above that, the amylase doesn't work. Now, this is best done with a wart chiller. And if you don't have a wart chiller, you can just let it set overnight. Come back the next day and see where the temperature is. You may need to bring the temperature back up. If you do, you just got to put some heat on it and stir it until you get the temperature to 155 degrees. But once the temperature is right, we're going to stir in the three teaspoons. Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention that after the hour is up at 190 degrees and you're bringing the temperature down, now you can add the two gallons of backset, which is at room temperature. So that's going to bring the temperature down slightly. Not by much, but that'll help bring the temperature down also. Stir that in, uh, and that'll kind of thin it out a little bit also. Then add in the three teaspoons of alpha amylase. Remove the heat. Stir it for an hour at 155 degrees. You might have to turn the heat on and off just to make sure you don't get uh, below like 150 degrees. And you will quickly notice that the, the thick porridge consistency of the gelatinized corn will start to thin out substantially. This is the amylase breaking down these long starch chains into 
much smaller compounds and that thins it out. And then once that hour, we want to we want to stir that in for and let it work for an hour. Once that hour is up, then we move into step three, which is we're going to pitch the yeast and the glucoamylase at the same time. But again, we've got to bring that temperature down to 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, using a wart chiller or just letting it sit either way. Uh, at this point, you can also add in invert sugar. You don't have to wait for the temperature to drop. You can go ahead and add in the invert sugar while you're getting the temperature down to 90 degrees. Once your temperature is at 90 degrees, you're going to pitch your yeast and the glucoamylase, and you're going to stir that in. And so what's happening at this point, the invert sugar provides an immediate food source for the yeast. Uh, so the yeast doesn't have to work hard at all. While the yeast is eating that immediate food source, the glucoamylase is taking those smaller compounds that the alpha amylase created and breaking it down into even smaller sugar molecules. So the, the glucoamylase is chopping it up even finer for the yeast to easily consume. And the yeast doesn't, the yeast, which would normally do some of this work, doesn't have to do any of it because it, it's got that invert sugar. By the time it's done consuming that invert sugar, the glucoamylase has already created more single molecule sugars for it to consume. So your fermentation process should go rapidly and it should work quite well. And then that's all that's left is to let the ferment complete. And we're aiming for an initial specific gravity of around 1.06. So if you get anywhere close to that, uh, then that's great. And then, uh, and then you're ready to separate the wash from the grain so that you can put it in the steel and run your steel and make some uh, corn liquor. I hope this was helpful. I'll talk to y'all next week. Well, that wraps up this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Share this episode with people you think might enjoy it. That would be much appreciated. It'll sure help our show grow. And don't forget, doing is improving. Have a good one. Talk to y'all next week.